Listener Production. Hey, what's up? This is Ruben. I'm Adam. And we are Peking Duck, and we are recording this podcast right now on the land of the Gadigal people of the Aura Nation. That's right. And we pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and any elders who may be on country today. I mean, look, life on the road is like a frog and a toad. They're both very pretty, but one says... We're Peking Duck, and this is the Peking Duck Podcast. This is the Peking Duck Podcast. Holy dooly, how you doing, my boy? I'll tell you what, I've seen uh, crevices of Queensland I never knew existed. I've had insects inside of my mouth <laughs> oh, that I never knew were real. Wait, elaborate on that. Crevices of Queensland. Yeah, nooks and crannies. <laughs> Norks. Bugs have been in my mouth I didn't know were real. <laughs> Holy dooly. Reptiles were fished out of hotel swimming pools by Nixon. Chelsea, shout out to Nixon, the amazing artist. Everyone check out her music. Yeah, She's uh, the support actor on our tour right now. She literally fished a snake out of a swimming pool I'm in Townsville. Say, and I had ants in my pants. Did you? Let me tell you a true story. You had Ruben. ants on your balls? Dude, let me tell you something. This is not the first time in my life I've had ants on my balls. <laughs> no, you laugh. <laughs> Let me Surely tell you. you jest. No, I do not jest, dude. You can ask my mother. We could even fact check. Should we call Mez? Yeah, call her now. Dude, this is Hey, actually... while you're calling Mez, I just want to shout out Nixon, aka Chelsea. She is the greatest. She's been helping us with like carrying road cases, doing all sorts of stuff around the country. She's actually uh, kind of now the third member of Peking Duck. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Chelsea. She actually showed me how to hat wobble. Should I do that real quick for the camera? Yeah, give us a hat I've got wobble. Got my hat here. You got one. Is it a? Oh, there he goes. So, for context, the Peking Duck boys have ducked into the Sydney studio just before. They wrap up their tour and they thought they'd grace us with a couple of stories. Yeah, and to be fair, we can't really uh, compute a sentence right now. Yeah, we so can. We'll we can. try my best. Yeah, we can. But we can hat wobble. Oh, my God, look at that hat wobble. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> uh, uh, to the listener right now, please go on Peking Up Podcast Instagram and look at that hat wobble. That is insane. Talk to me about the genesis of the hat wobble. Why are we learning how to hat wobble? Well, I remember... Years ago, Paul Rudd did a really hot hat wobble. Paul Rudd, more like Paul Crud. <laughs> now nah, Paul Rudd's great. He's I'm really a huge <laughs> fan. I just saw Ant-Man. I cried my eyes out the whole movie. I like that, though, calling him Paul Crud, because you never hear of someone hating him. Everyone loves Paul Rudd, right? Oh, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. I like this a lot. He's a real... He's a shifty dude. He's got to be the most lovable man in the... Hollywood, and yet, you know, we've got some uh, beans to spill on the guy. I got some dirt on him. I know you do. <laughs> One time I saw him when I was living in LA, he was uh, crouched over in a bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a shit on the bus stop seat. True or false? I'm going to go ahead and say that is false. Correct. Paul Rudd's a great guy. Hey, and I'll cheers to that. Should I call Mez about the ant thing yeah, real quick? Let's definitely quickly. call Mez. We need something uh, to carry this conversation because we have been on the road and I don't know what's going on. We know what's going on. Mez! Mez! Mama Meza. Hello. Hello. 
Hey, Mum, how are you? You're on the pod. Mary, how are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi. Hey, I sent you both a really funny Instagram thing by Carl Barron. <laughs> Can you explain oh, it to us? Because we're on the podcast. People can't see it. Can you explain us what the Carl Barron joke is? Well, he says, you know, there's so many restrictions at pubs, at pubs these days. What are you meant to do? Are you meant to get drunk by yourself? He said, so... Like what you go into the bathroom and look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, how are you going? Like while you're holding your drink, oh, you've got to see it. I can't. See I was going to say this sounds like yeah. every Carl Barron joke I've ever heard, sounds and like each one is uh, more oh, cringeworthy than the last. Repeat a Carl Barron joke. I can't do it like he does it. Yeah, because for him, it's all about the. It's not actually. Oh, look, it's, it's, a, it's the funniest one he's done. You've got to look at it on your Instagram. Oh, I've got to see the best one he's done because then it will let us know if he's really a good comedian or not. We just, I just wanted to best, call you. Honestly, the best one he's done thus far. Oh, thus far in the whole of I like Barron's that. Career. We'll share it on the Peking Duck podcast page. I think so because I look at all of his skits and I think it's the funniest <laughs> one. You've seen, wait, are you telling me you've seen every <laughs> single Carl Barron skit ever done? I reckon. Ooh, oh, okay. Respect. I like that. Yeah, big I call. Love him. I just want. I love you too, and I just wanted to call you quickly. No, I mean, I love Carl. Bell. I know. I was saying, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> do, you do you love me? Do you, Darling, I love you, do you too. Of course, I do. That's a given. Well, who do you love more, me or Carl Barron? <laughs> you. Hey. Oh, awesome. Hey. No, I was. Uh, like I just that. wanted to call you quickly because I was in Townsville the other day. I was lying down on a beanbag on the grass yeah. in the sunshine yeah. in the tropical weather. And I noticed yes. some ants crawling all over me. Ants in oh, my no. pants. Does that ring? Does that ring any bells to a time? Well, what do you think? I'm still traumatized by it. Oh, please do go on. Tell the tell the listeners what happened, uh, but not you know. Don't terrible. make it too much. Just make no, it quick. No, no. Make it as quick as it you can. Was, all right. Look, it was terrible. We were at the swimming pool, and you had your nappy on, so you would have been how old? Ten. I was twenty. <laughs> I was 15 years old with a nappy on in the pool. Yeah, anyway, I had the, the beach towel down on the grass and I put you on the beach towel and you're sitting there and you started screaming blue murder, just blue murder. And I thought, what the hell is happening? I just started panicking. And so I was looking all over your body and then so I ripped off your nappy and what was in there, huge, Huge bull ant, a huge bull ant, darling. Biting his and, nuts. Well, there was a really red mark right on his scrotum, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I scooped him up and I raced to the first aid office, right, and they put him on the, like, the stretcher bed thing they had there and uh, they got some stingos and they sprayed it on his little scrotum. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> And that oh, was it. That was the end oh, of it. that's, that's a so story. cute! Thank you but for I'll sharing never that. Forget it. I'll never forget it. But yeah, I remember that vividly. Even though I was—I mean, I was 15 years old in a nappy, <laughs> but I do remember it vividly. <laughs> Scrotum no, was covered in pubes. I mean, you weren't—you weren't in it. You weren't <laughs> yeah. a toddler. You, you know, you were—you weren't a toddler. You were a, a full-blown adult. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, second time having ants in my pants. Panic mode. Did you get to, when you were in Canberra, did you get to see your mum? Did your mum still live in Canberra? Uh, my mother was in Perth or something while I was in Canberra, but she came to the Melbourne show and she uh, demanded wine, 
while we were all trying to be semi-sober. And then she smoked so much of my legal weed pen that she was just scream laughing at everyone in the green room. That's amazing. Pointing and laughing. I really hope there's footage of that, that you would be okay with being on the internet. Probably not. No, there is. There is for sure. <laughs> there was a uh, shout out to Ivan Ooze, the rapper. He was there and him and my mum were just smoking and smoking and smoking all night. Amazing. Actually, I'll share a video on the Peking Duck podcast page of where that night ended up. Please do. But speaking ah. of jokes, the whole tour has been jokes. We've been spooking each other. We'll uh, we'll actually post a little mini compilation on the Peking Duck podcast. So Instagram. Lucy, who's been singing at the shows, is just so insanely easy to spook. It's insane. Oh my god! It's, it's like so it's crazy easy. how easy it is. Easy. Give me your best Lucy. Spook. Like you almost Tell us. feel bad. Oh, you feel bad because it genuinely terrifies her, but it's also just so funny. Like, you know when someone's spooked, that reaction is so genuine. It's genuine terror. Holy shit, I spooked Adam for like the first time. I've tried to spook this cunt for about 30 years. And yeah, it's been a while. It never works. He's like unspookable. No, it, you, you got me before. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I actually got you kind of good yeah, this you time. you did. I saw it in your eyes. Yeah, that I was just, I was on a high afterwards for about yeah. an hour. I was like, had to celebrate almost. Where was but, it? <laughs> dude, this is the kind of question. I can't be getting asked those kind of questions right uh, now. I have no idea. Who are you? Who am I? I know. I um, know where it was. Yes. Early? Gold Coast. I was standing out the front of the venue after sound check. Oh, my God. And, and your you, Uber Eats was, Uber on, its Eats way. was on its way. And I was waiting for the driver and you ran up from behind. You go, Uber Eats. Yeah, I, go, I come up and go, Uber Eats. And... Got him kind of good. Yeah, it was good. He, uh, he was fucking But scary. Lucy, you can say damn near anything. You go fork. You could just say it like that. You go fork. And she go, ah! It's, no, it sounds like I'm dissing no, you, No, no, it's but. no diss, Lucy. But uh, holy dooly, she gets spooked like fucking so easily. Dude, it's hilarious. Let me play the audio of I have so many spooks of her on here. After a while, does it just feel too easy? And you're like, I need a better It kind of does. It actually yeah. is like yeah. taking a candy from a baby. <laughs> Every time uh, you think that she'd be very used to it, but uh, she is so far from used to it. Every single time, it just petrifies her, the poor thing. It's a spooky world out there, guys. Stay safe. Use a condom. Yes. Speaking um, of condoms. Good idea. Use a condom. Uh, speaking of condoms, one of the shows recently, <laughs> I was I was just playing one of the tracks, and as soon as I mixed out, I look up, and Adam is standing in the front like of the front row, like handing out condoms to everyone in the front row. They were extra small. <laughs> they were. You can make them fit. Yeah. Anything's possible. I, just, I didn't see that coming. Neither did I. Somebody gave them to right. me and I went, okay, well, it's time to give back. It was it Toblerone. I think it was Toby. Shout out to Toby. He's a funny guy. We were doing, we did a show in Gosford where it was so hot within the venue that, uh, our IEMs, which for the listeners, that's like a little pack that sends the sound from the playback engineer into our ears while we're playing. So we're not just hearing crazy crowd noise and acronym, we can uh, hear the instruments that we're playing. <laughs> acronym flashes out to in-ear monitors. Correct, Amundi. And they connect to a pack. These packs don't do so well. Sennheiser. They don't do so sure. well. Uh, under, I guess, what do you want to say? Liquid. Fair enough. It's electronics. Go figure. But the heat in the Gosford venue was so much. That, I mean, I was a waterfall sweat. Room yeah, I think was it was something like 58 degrees or something in yeah. there. And the humidity. Oh, my God. So my pack conked out twice during that. And he's like, we've got to find a solution. 
Then in Brisbane, I did a record of four. It went out four <laughs> times because I was sweating that much. It was so crazy. And like, just to paint the picture, every time you would wipe your face clean with a towel, it was dripping wet again within three seconds. There was wow. nothing, nothing you could do at all. And it was so hot. Nothing you could do. I grabbed a big uh, block of ice out of the um, fucking esky and chucked it down my pants. He put him down. Yeah, he, he actually, what legend has he put one ice cube, just one, straight up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> also, Ruben shouted And out it evaporated some... <laughs> in there. <laughs> you haven't been I, the same since. I got a noose steaming. You haven't been the same since that ice cube evaporated <laughs> in your asshole. Dude, so anyway, back to Toby. After the Brisbane incident, which was four times, like during the show, I didn't have any sound in my ears at the Tivoli Theatre. Beautiful show, great time, but I couldn't hear anything. What His I was ears playing. were full of cum. They were full of cum and uh, no ice cubes to put up my asshole. So I just had to keep yelling at Toby. Anyway, he's like, we need to find a solution for this. Let me think some street wisdom here. Why don't we put a condom around the pack, turn the pack upside down, I'll have some rice on standby, and if anything happens, we throw it in there like a phone, yada, yada. So Toby, he, he went to the store and he bought rice and extra small condoms. So needless to say, the condoms saved the day, as they always do. Every show's been so full of surprises, we don't know what we're going to do next. And I ran in the crowd in Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Clown town. <laughs> and did a whole verse from the top balcony at the Tivoli, looking down upon the crowd. Oh, Ruben wow. told people to stop punching people in the head in Gosford, which is a great thing. Yeah. Whoa, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, there was a, in the middle of the dance floor, <laughs> there was like a group of like 15 like units, all with sunnies sticking on top of their head. Yeah. And I was thinking... What? Like none of them were like facing forward. They were like facing sideways and like pushing people. Real cool guys. Yeah, like like a crew of units that kind of wanted to show dominance. Right. And I was like, I didn't know people still did this. Like I remember when we were teenagers, like there was yeah. a little bit of that going on. And um, But yeah, I thought that was long gone because like, you know, TikTok and, you know, CCTV on everyone's phones, like everything is seen by everyone. But supposedly not in Gosford. These guys were absolute menaces on the dance floor. And I thought, like, I was, it was so weird. They really got to me and threw me, and I couldn't stop thinking about it during the gig. But yeah. then the next day I was like, well, at least 15 of them <laughs> spent 70 bucks each on a ticket. and they Exactly. That's, and that now. No, you, you did the right thing. You stopped the show and you said, oh, you fuckheads, stop fucking doing this. Because it was bad. They oh, were like I threatening they, people yeah, around. There's no like, way I called them fuckheads, yeah. by the way. No, he did. No, he was, I didn't. You had an ice cube up <laughs> your asshole. You had an ice cube up your asshole. You don't even know what you said. So, wait, what were these guys doing? Pushing and just being dickheads. Oh, right. But that, you know what's funny Real about this? Shit. This group of menaces was at the, ex at the exact same time that they were doing all this crazy shit. I looked to the left and there was a group of quite visibly hard dudes like they were bikies or gang affiliated of some kind they had, they were tatted up to the gills and like this is the beautiful huge thing huge dudes and we were playing our song take me over like actually hectic cunts that, yeah they were actual hectic cunts and they were holding each other hugging and like embracing and i think one of them might have had tears in his eyes and screaming every word with the biggest smiles and genuine euphoria happening yeah. Yeah. and i was like 
Oh, this is a beautiful image. Yeah. You're like, those guys have probably murdered someone. Yes. And like, they are here to have fun. Exactly. And these yeah. soft cock hard poses yep. are ruining it for everyone. Exactly you right. It. You nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it. So if anyone listening out there, you know, at every concert, just check on everyone, make sure everyone's okay. And if you see some bullshit, call it out because we want call every it out, concert to be Call it out, but definitely don't uh, take Adam's advice by calling them a fuckhead. No. That's um, your advice. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely fucking didn't say that. You did. No. D- anyway, that's not a way to cool down an aggressive situation. If you call someone a fuckhead, that's going to... Ruben, you didn't call them fuckheads. I was just rising you, mate. You did so have an ice cube up your asshole. <laughs> what, you d- what you did do was amazing. Mm. Ruben said, everyone put your hands in the air. And it was a genius. That's diffusion. right. Yeah, it was oh, tr- trying to like... Yeah. Uh, no, because Lucy and, and- was also talking to the security and you were like, what are we doing in this situation? Boom, pulled out that card and it worked. Yeah, I guess all you can do in those situations is like, all right, there's a little bit of heat in one spot on the dance floor. Maybe if you tell everyone to put their hands up or tell everyone to hug each other, see what you can do to like promote love and diffuse the anger. And There was a punch on somewhere else in the crowd. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Airly Beach. Airly Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And they ejected this crazy guy oh. out straight away. It was crazy, so man. good. The cops were there. Yeah, and we the cops gave escort. us an escort through. Shut up! And the funniest thing was the cops, I'm like, what's going on? The cop looks at me and he leans in and he goes, I wish I didn't have my fucking uniform on, mate. I'd be in the fucking crowd getting fucking rowdy, eh? Yeah, ready to throw in the badge tonight and have a loose one with you boys, yeah. am I right? <laughs> but look, to be fair. They were such you know, legends. Oh, yeah, thank you, Ellie Beach Police. For real. Shout out to Australia in general, the country a beautiful country, beautiful people, and we've seen, like I said before, newfound nooks and crannies and crevices we didn't know existed. And uh, for that, we're truly thankful because it feels crazy to be back on the road. It's so sick. Yeah, it's crazy. Four years. Four years we haven't been on the road like this. Do you feel like you've been match fit or are you just feeling really (laughs) wiped at the moment? Like more than when you toured before. I'll tell you one word that explains everything right now. Mind wipe. Mind wipe. My mind's been wiped. I was doing nangs in a hotel room at 6 a.m. with a guy named Dingo. Shout out to Dingo if you're listening. Me and, D- me and Dingo did some nangs. You and the big D. Then went straight to an interview. Oh, my Heat God. Yeah, yeah, that was In the crazy. Gold Coast. Yeah. Fun stuff. When you're but, up at Early, did you do any diving or like stinger suit shit? Anything up there? We, every show time? has literally been like... Okay, so... Phew. Yeah, because actually, you know what? I think that's a bit of a misconception. People maybe think like you're going on tour, so you've got a day either side in each place and you can go shopping and yeah. hiking or mm. swimming or whatever. Is that real? A hundred percent right. That is what you think as well going into it. You're like, oh my God, in Airly, let's rent jet skis. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then as soon as you arrive to... Like Cairns was the night before Airly. To get from Cairns to Airly... They, uh, Proserpine Airport, like, shut the day that we were traveling, so we had to fly Cairns to Townsville. They're such silly billies. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Cairns to Townsville, and then Townsville to Mackay, and then book, like, a private charter bus <laughs> to wow. drive us to Airlie. Um, so we left at, like, 7 a.m. from That's our hotel in Cairns, got to Airlie Beach at, like, 5.30 p.m. The whole thing about touring and traveling and sightseeing, it's a beautiful idea, but in reality, it's kind of like wake up, lobby call, head to airport or van, travel to the next place, do sound check, eat dinner while you still have that three-hour window before you perform, then go to the gig, perform, play. 
That's and right. Then and then go to sleep and do it all again the next morning. To, yeah, to really paint the picture, we finished our set in Cairns at like 1 a.m. And we were up and on our way to the airport at 7 a.m. Got to Airlie Beach at 6 p.m. And then sound check was at 7. And then the show was at 10. And it was like, it's just like. Wow. That like tiny window between the sound check and the show, it's like we just went straight back to the hotel, had like a 20 minute sleep and it was like, all right, time to go. Did you, did um, Remy and Emma come with you the whole time? Like how's, how was that being a new dad and on tour? They came to town tour, which was sick. And uh, we got to hang out at uh, the Ville, some mad hotel there, which is kind of Miami themed. But uh, yeah, it was too grueling. All the travel it was like, no, nah, yeah. that won't be fun for them. And if they're doing that and not having fun... Everyone else who's already not having fun in the travel side of things and underslept, overworked, everyone's going to be like, oh, now we've got a screaming baby in the mix too. One of our friends had too much fun at the Townsville gig, vomited the whole car ride back from the show. Oh, and I'll tell you what, my God. Her vomit covered her car, which she let us drive to and from the gig, and it was oh, not that so pretty. <laughs> that was so funny. She wound down the window and Lucy goes, oh, yep, here she goes again. And Lucy's like, Lucy's friend supposedly does this a bit. And uh, I was like, oh, uh, let's pull over. And she goes, no, no, keep driving. We're like going 90 k's an hour. (laughs) She insisted. She goes, do not stop this fucking car. It was so crazy. And then juggernaut. And yeah, then, she was very commanding. Small, small woman, like, big Don't presence. fucking stop me. And look, and that's, you know, that sounds like a really nice thing to do because then everyone gets back to their hotel room quicker, gets maybe an extra five minutes of sleep for not stopping. Thank you. Bless you for that idea. But I was sitting behind you and then oh. the window was down. Dude, Ruben 90 goes, k's an goes, hour. And then I'm like, oh my God, everyone in the car goes, oh dude, no, 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 because everyone else is going to yak. Ruben goes, oh, yep. On my leg, huh? Oh. Yeah, and then dude, and then and then I, I go, don't worry, like I literally travel with wet wipes now because I got a baby. <laughs> I got the wet wipes out. I'm like, just like start going to town. It's all over you. And then she started cleaning up, and a bit from her shoulder, with the wind and the window open, went boom and landed on my lip. Oh! Ah! Do you know what's crazy about that? <laughs> it was uh, Early, oh, I feel like vomiting now thinking of it. Earlier that day. I was Ugh. I was with you and little Rem, and Rem did a little chunder on you, so you got yacked on like ten times in one day. <laughs> yeah, well, Remy, yeah, is about ten a day anyway. He's yeah, good. Like, I like his yacked. vomits though. Yeah. There's a big difference between baby vomit yeah. and adult vomit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, his vomits are cute. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, look, life on the road is like a frog and a toad. They're both very pretty, but one says. <laughs> We got four more shows left on this tour, uh, but we thought we'd come in here and you know we check in. We're yeah, we're, we're, we're two broken men. We're breaking, but we're not broken. <laughs> so uh, we just wanted to do like a little summary. Uh, we're gonna just quick fire a minute or so of each city, uh, the special little highlights that have happened. We're also gonna just talk some shop about the shop. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, the sh- shop with two P's and an E on the end. Just mini stories for each city. Albury. Oh my God. When people were coming up asking for photos and then we go, oh, fuck yeah, sure. See you at the gig tonight. They go, oh no, I'm not going. <laughs> that happened so much. That happened on five occasions, just in Albury. Nowhere else. Shut up. Canberra. 
Oh yeah, fuck hometown. Belco Bowl Jam. Oh my god, and we met oh, some chick, dude, and she was wearing dude, the coolest fucking sunnies dude. of all time. Okay, we were walking around Canberra, our hometown that we love, and it was a very beautiful, welcome, pleasant surprise to see that the city hasn't changed since we uh, grew up there that much. Because uh, we saw this group of young girls walking around the skate park. One of them was wearing a set of sunglasses that uh, she had stylized with texture on in huge letters, and it just said bongs. <laughs> and we were like, oi, can we please get a photo with you? And she's like, yeah, fuck yeah. And then we got the best photo we've ever gotten on this tour, I think. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. It's so fucking good. That's so fucking cool. I'll put that on Peking Duck Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're Ruben. so dumb. I love them. <laughs> Melbourne Forum Theatre. Ooh. Oh, dancing in a nightclub with Ivan Ooze until 5 a.m. Oh, my God. And we mentioned that in the last potty. We've got to get the video of Lucy twerking on that um, random. Lucy twerking on a random and dancing with Ivan Ooze until 5 a.m. Torquay, Torquay Hotel. Uh, You know what they say in Torquay? They say... Uh, everything that happens in Torquay stays in Torquay, but better known by the locals as no Torquay about Torquay. Ooh, okay. I we took photos with the whole town <laughs> after <laughs> jumping in the ocean, the whole town. Oh, that was so sweet. Out in front of it. Yeah, it was beautiful. Shout out Torquay. That was a really fun gig too. It reminded us of our early days, uh, DJing in nightclubs cause it was so sweaty. And then we had like, uh, yeah, this food from a food truck and like this, it was so sweet. These two girls like, were like, oh my God. So sad we're in Torquay and missed out on tickets. Turns out the Torquay show sold out like within like a day or something. It was the first one to sell out. Yeah, it was the first one to sell out. And they were like, they were just so, so, so sad. And we're like, hey, you know what? Uh, We've actually got a bit of guest list space. We'll put you guys on the door. Fuck yeah. And they were up the front and center the whole show. So thank you, girls. Thanks for coming. Like you guys were... Absolute legends, partying your asses off, and fuck, that actually made our day. Fuck. For real. For real, for real. Warnable. Warnable. Oh, my God, we went into a kid's playground. <laughs> oh, where did we start? Singaporean crash. Well, first of all, we got to, speaking of traveling uh, during the tour, <laughs> we got to go to the hot springs there, which was lovely. That was amazing. So nice. Got to jump in the ice bath. We're still uh, somewhat... Not sure of what the temperature was, but it was freezing cold and amazing. And it actually got us in a good sort of headspace before the gig. It did. And then uh, we went, we pulled up to the gig and there were two guys from the venue staring at us like we were zombies or we weren't meant to be there, which was quite bizarre. We then got led through to the green room by these two gentlemen (laughs) through a house with a bed in it that kind of looked somewhat cracky. Uh, and then we got not like dissing that, but it was, it was a very bizarre setting so much. So the Lucy, our singer grabbed my wrist in fear oh, and she wow. was like, where are we going? What's going on? Like, yeah. She whoa. She got real And I was spooked. like, it's okay. Let's just like, just keep rolling. Cause we went through this house to get to the green room, ended up in a kid's playground and that was our green room. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. I don't think anything could do that justice. It was fucking terrifying. We were in a Singaporean crash, oh, but after but walking is, through like a death zone. That is not the only terrifying thing that's happened on this tour, and I can't believe that I haven't told this story yet, but I will once we get to Brisbane. So we'll keep the list going. We will. Wollongong. 
Oh, the gong. Oh, we surfed and turfed. We uh, held hands on oh the beach. Oh my God, I blew it. I had way too much chili before the gig. We had uh, we went to the Thai restaurant in uh, Bulai and oh my God, asked him to do, you know how in Sydney, like Thai restaurants have like the little tray of like four condiments. Oh yeah. And it's like a real classic Thai thing that you they do in Thailand. out again. Uh, let's just say it's not common fare at, at whatever this restaurant was in Wollongong. And so I asked them and by the time I'd finished the meal, he'd finished making the condiments. Oh. So the chef actually made them and brought them out. And I was like, so sad that we'd already finished the food that I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat the condiments. No, you ate raw condiments? So much chili. Well, yeah, there was a tiny in. bit of like rice left. So I put, I just made the most fucked up spicy rice and ate it. I started crying, started almost hallucinating and floating. <laughs> but then just before the gig, I started spraying and it was crazy. I was not in a good way. But yeah, you know, a bit of chili cleans the soul sometimes, they say. You know what? Wollongong gave me a respawn. <laughs> Dude, we, oh yeah. So we, me and Ruben were talking about this today. Um, like, you know, when you've been on a bender or like you've just, you've been through it. So you feel like, hmm. Hang on a minute. What would fix me right now? I know a respawn. Mm -hmm. So we were thinking about if there was like like the actual absolute feeling of I'm done. I'm so done. I'm below yeah. dead. Like here's here's where dead is, and I've I've gone underneath it. Yep. So just a respawn Sub would death. help. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were talking about you know lines of work professions. Uh, you know, there's a dentist. Sure. Doctor. Cool. Uh, rollerblader instructor. Yeah. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pretty lame. I'm done. Oh. I'm, hey, I'm joking. I Look, do. love to all my bladers out there, my boys and girls on the skates doing tricks. Thank you. Yeah, you're good. And then there is the respawnman. <laughs> Still working on that name. Yeah. But you go to this respawnman. You go to this entity and you say, respawn me. And he goes, or she, or. It. They. It. It's an entity. Oh. It doesn't have a gender. It's it, outside of the gender spectrum. It, it says to you, your wish is my command. <laughs> and then you get respawned. I mean, yeah. Do they have like a, are they like dressed as a witch and wizard? They have a cloak. Yes. All right. I like this a lot. A cloak and a top hat. <laughs> and really, you know, remember those glasses and a that Kanye hat. used to wear? Those like <laughs> shutter blind sunglasses. Oh yeah, yeah. the uh, the respawnman's dancing to "Stronger" by Kanye West, and he goes, "What do you need, man?" <laughs> yeah, that's how I like. To He's think got of. a trench coat, and he uh, just drove over from the western suburbs in a Hyundai i thirty, <laughs> and he goes, "Quick, man, I got to get the fuck out of here." Yeah, yeah. He's always in a rush. Yeah, he also sells <laughs> drugs. <laughs> <laughs> And more theatre, Sydney gig. Talk to me. Oh, phenomenal. I would say that personally, that was my favourite gig that we've ever done. It felt so good. Everyone was firing on all cylinders and the crowd was sick. And and more theatre is incredible. Our family was there. Our friends were there. Yeah, Adam's dad, Steve, was in the crowd. My dad, Steve, was in the crowd. The Steves were there and you could feel it. It was the flagship moment of the tour. It was. Flagship moment for sure. And well, I mean, it was Clown Town too. After the <laughs> yeah, set, whoa. there was like 300 people in the green room. <laughs> yeah. And then all 300 went to our mate's house in Tamarama. Shout out to Muselk, who's been on the pod. Yes. Shout out to Muselk. He had us all back at his gaff and uh, 
Emo Theatre, I actually have nothing else to say except it was incredible. We did the project, the television show interview like prior, and we did a uh, newspaper interview prior, and we shot some photos prior, and we did some content prior to the show. So the whole day was a real... It was a busy day. It was a busy day, and it was a bit of a whirlwind, but after the set, I'm, I'm, that feeling was like, it was bizarre because it felt like we just busted the biggest nut ever. <laughs> That's actually a good way to look at yeah, it because like... Sick. You know, sometimes during the set, all you are thinking about is like making it to the end. Mm. But at the Sydney show, it just felt like, you know, actually busting a nut. You're in it. You want it to last forever. Yeah. And then when it finishes, it's not a bad feeling by any means. It was like, whoa. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. It was like, yeah, fucking that's so well put. Definitely wasn't thinking about where we were in the set or what was happening. Yeah. It's just enjoying every moment of it. We have some choreographed moments. And uh, I have a some, dance routine. Someone actually uh, who listens to the podcast knows that I'm a fan of corn pops. Oh. And they threw corn pops onto the stage Shut at up. the Sydney show. And I was like, whoa, that's like a someone that pays a lot of attention. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. So I had I think her name was Jenny, and I had a bite of the corn pops on stage. <laughs> it was kind of my uh big uh Europe EDM DJ moment where <laughs> just leading up to the drop, I was like, all right. Am I going to do it? And then at the drop, I ripped off the top and just threw the corn pops on my mouth screaming. And then, uh, and then somebody goes, who vomited on the stage? <laughs> and then there some people did. come out with brooms and, and towels and they, they cleaned the stage thinking it was wet, but it was all dry corn pops. It was. Easy to clean. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and also the person who uh, sent the corn pops up, because I was I was very impressed with that, so I got her on stage, and at the end of the show, we did a shooey before the last song. Aww. It was a pretty cute and special moment, and we put up a photo of me and her, and it was it was cool. Fuck yeah! It was one of those cool moments where I was like, you know what? Out of anyone who's like screaming to have a shooey, it's got to be this chick. Yeah, fuck yeah! Hundred percent. It was me- uh, you know what's funny too? As we were about to head to the after party at Elliot slash Muselks. Kwame was there, the very insanely talented artist. And he's like, oh, I got the car. I'll pull it around because there's like a back alley of Enmore Theatre. And I was there with Abby Chatfield. Shout out to Chats. Yes. And we were standing there waiting for Kwame to pull the car around. And uh, I felt a tap on my shoulder and it was Jenny. And she was like, oi, I gave you the fucking corn pops and the shoey. I was like, you're a legend. She's yeah. like, where are you going to party? I think I invited her to the after party. Yeah. I think she might have come. I think I might have seen her at Elliot's she, house. Dude, That's think, so wild. Yeah. So there you go. Listen. Yeah, her you, and her boyfriend you, came to the after party and they were fucking legends. Yeah. If you throw corn pops on stage, you're going to come to the after party. You get to come to the after party. Better Shout yet, out. if you listen to the podcast, learn intimate details about our hosts and then relay them in a public forum to declare your love, you might come to the after party. Fucking Boom. damn straight. <laughs> Boom! Here's the nail. There's the hammer. Here on the head. Plonky. <laughs> <laughs> it's any coast. Now, apart from the weird men who are staunching you okay. off the crowd. Well, yes. it's funny, too, because we've told a story about getting bashed on the Central Coast. Yep. There's aggro energy there. I'm just going to throw it out there. There was aggro energy. One of the women in the venue, she was lovely. She had immediately something to say about Lucy because they had a prior uh, 
I don't know what the word is, a disagreement in a club somewhere. Just a slight disagreement. And we still don't know the truth of the story. This was so funny, and I feel like it's almost like, well, let's, we don't even need to go into detail. We no, we don't at all. Um, but, oh, my God, it was funny. It set the tone, put it that way, and then during the show there's the aggro guys, but, and my pack went out from all the sweat, but look. Hey, but here's the thing. It's so easy to focus on 0.01% of people not doing the right thing when 99.9% of everyone else was there having the time of their lives. As you said, there were bikies getting teary to take me over. Like, so many beautiful moments. And before the set, we went to some crazy sick beach. What was it called? A oh, so I actually that's a don't great say beach. Oh, yeah, Shout secret out to beach. Nick Kelly. Shout out to Nick Kelly. He put us on, but... Yeah, we went sick, to a... It's, a, it's so beautiful. Well, we went to a secret beach nah, before the set. Everyone get down there. Hey, yeah, I'll see you there, mate! <laughs> yeah, we went to this beach. It was probably the most beautiful beach in the world. It was crazy. And I uh, had a dip and then got back, had a feed at the venue over the water. It was so beautiful. It, it felt surreal. And, uh, and then played a beautiful set where 99.9% of people were having the time of their lives... Uh, I remember one person in the front row actually just crying their eyes out, and it was so beautiful. Like, it it felt like the most amazing show ever. Byron Bay. Whoa. Oh, so fun. That was really fun. Me and Ruben were clowns. We were clowning on stage, just having laughs. Oh, yeah. Shout, Whoa. Out, to, shout out to Shannon Bennett, first and foremost, the very talented an illustrious chef for having us at his gaff, as always. It was a good pregame. We uh, hung out there, got to hit his his steam room, his hot bath, his bloody private little section of beach out yeah, the back. Insane, the insane. Um, and then uh, we smashed some Mexican food, and then we did the gig. And the gig was so fun. I think that venue, beach hotel, is super fun. It's always just a bunch of youngins getting amongst it. Oh, so. How's our own uh, like DJ gear that we were traveling with was broken, and some bloke from the venue, who I've seen his face everywhere. I can't remember his name right now, but I know his face so well. He just goes, "No, nah, I can fix it in five minutes." And he, he fixed it in five. We timed him, and he fixed it he, inside the stage in five minutes. A DJM. Pioneer mixer. Fucking like, you'd send that off, get it back in like six weeks normally. Yeah. He did it in five minutes on the spot. It was crazy. I've never seen someone work like this. Let's just say Byron Bay put his chakras right in line. You know, it's it reminded me of, uh, you know, when you're playing Zelda Breath of the Wild, you go up the top right corner, there's that crazy old scientist guy fixing things. That's yes. him. And you got to take him gears and bolts and shit. And he goes, give me more to fix. And you say, you fixed everything. Now it's time for you to relax. And he goes, give me more to fix. Exactly. He's never satisfied. He's like, That's bring me right. a centaur horn. And exactly. you're like, they're really scary. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to go near them. <laughs> Uh, Townsville. Take me to Townsville, boys. Oh, T-Town. Oh, JCU the bill. Uni Bar. This is where uh, the leg of the tour that Emmy and Remy came and joined for. So I had cute little hugs with Remy uh, in the pool. and uh, just, It was incredible. We was had uh, a bunch of people. The gig was sold out. So a bunch of people pulled up their ute next to mm. the stage and had a rave in the tray of their ute, which we have the footage for which is going on the Peking Duck podcast page right now. Sick. Yeah, holy dooly. That was actually crazy. We're playing the gig and look to the left. Everyone is going bananas just outside. 
fucking awesome. Like the back of that ute was like, it looked like it was out of a music video. Cairn City. Cairns, baby. Cairns. Cairns. Cairns was fun. Gilligan's, Gilligan's is a place that we played at uh, like for a long time. Oh, I actually, my God. One time so I got fun. thrown out of there by the scruff of my neck. Uh, <laughs> Were me you and playing a, or? Me and my friend J-Trick got in an altercation <laughs> with some dickheads. Uh, and J-Trick, being the legend that he is, defended me. Sure, it was with his fist, but it was warranted. <laughs> And we like we actually weren't causing trouble. Anyway, I have quite tainted memories of, of this place due to that night, but let's just say this night totally redeemed itself. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we'd played there since that night probably about 10 times, but last time we played there was in 2019, and the only thing that needed changing was the layout of the stage. And we got told only a couple of weeks ago that, Gilligan's has done a full refurb. They've got oh, a new everything. And we're like, oh, finally, because the decks used to sit about 10 meters from the front of the stage. So it was you and then this huge empty space of nothingness and then the crowd. Like huge. Like it's quite, it's quite comical. It's, so you like forced up the back of the room. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we, then- yeah. we had been. And then we're like, all right, well, at least they've finally fixed, you know, they've, they've spent some money on the place. They've done a full refurb. And we get there so excited. All they've done is fix, like they've just upgraded the sound system. They've upgraded everything. The stage is exactly the same. No. You're still 10 meters from the crowd. It was so funny, though. We had the time of our lives. We came up with new dance moves that Kevin and Barry. Oh, yeah. We were having so much fun. It was sick. Shout it out was Kevin. so fun. Yeah, we came up with so many fucking dance moves that gig. Because we were so far from the crowd, they couldn't see us. I was going to say, you could have had heaps of space for, like, cartwheels. You could have done, like, like, like I don't know, the um the dirty dancing lifts, like 10 metres of space. Well, I came up with a theory. I reckon they've kept that space on the chance that Justice Crew are going to reform and do lots of gigs in Cairns. Take me to Magnum's Bar at Airlie Beach. Maggie's. So Cops, tits, sweat, craziness. It was yeah, so whoa. fun. We there were so many bosoms. Lots of bosoms out at that gig. Why would that? I don't get it. Why? It was hot. It was hot for sure. <laughs> it was hot. Yeah, no, the gig was sick. The crowd was very responsive and very prone to taking their shirts off, which is like, it's like, okay, get amongst it. If that's your wish, then go for it. Oh my God. On it the way sick. to that gig, we went past a servo. Looks like the shittest servo ever, but it had about like, 10 old birds running the restaurant in there. And it was, it was in the middle of absolutely In the middle of in, nowhere. In the middle of sugarcane fields. And it was so... For real. Like, was nothing Charlie, anymore. the driver, was like, oh, I've been stopping at this place for years. We pull up and I'm like, is this a joke? Like, what do they just have pies? He goes, We yeah. had like 12 people in a van. No one had eaten. And everyone's yeah. starving. We all thought we were going to like a diner. <laughs> and it li- literally, like, when we pulled up, I'm like, oh, I guess we'll just get some like muesli bars or something. <laughs> but walked in there. And it was like out of a Studio Ghibli film, like all these old birds like running around. Everyone was like- They were so sweet too. Shout out to so them. They were so sweet. They were lovely. And, um, and I got like the most delicious Barra burger I've ever had. Oh, wow. And then- uh, Old move, huh? Getting a Barra yeah, burger in Barra, a roadhouse in the is... middle of a sugar cane field. What's next? <laughs> hey, it paid off though. Like Far North Queensland Barra. True. Actually, you haven't been the same since. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so I had the Barrett burger and Claire, our tour manager was like, uh, surprised me with a, she bought me a Barra addict fishing shirt. Fuck yes. And so I decided I had to wear it at the Ailey Beach show and there was none other than the perfect Jack Daniels hat to go along with it. I've never felt more ridiculous in my life, but I've never felt more perfect either. <laughs> yeah. It was just one of those outfits that couldn't, you know, compare. You like reached your Pokemon final form. I want to be the very best. Fuck, it feels good to be back. Feels good to be back in the sack, huh? Yeah. Are you back in the sack? I was born in the sack. Now I'm back in the sack. Yeah. I was born a baby, I'll die, baby. Yeah, and you Benjamin keep getting bitten on the damn sack. I know. Well, I mean, that's kind of like a, when I when I got bitten on the ball sack by a bull and yet again, I thought to myself, well, I'm a baby. Blue murder. <laughs> yeah, that's what my mama said. Blue murder. I was screaming blue murder. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, it's hey. good to be back here and I hope that everyone's uh, <laughs> taken something out of anything we've said because I'll tell you what, there's nothing going on in my head. Hey, there's not much going up in there. I mean, ever since you put that ice cube up your asshole, you've never been the same. <laughs> but we hope you've enjoyed this app, and we've got plenty more to come. Yes. And next week, we're going to uh, wrap it up properly and take you through the last four shows. Holy shit, what a hoot this has been. If you've liked this app, please tell your friends, spread the word about the Peking Duck podcast and leave us a review because uh, it actually goes a very long way in this wide world of media that we've... Uh, Newly entered. You know, it's fresh water for us. And normally we're salty dogs. So hey. help, help the boys out and shang us a review. And uh, give us five stars. <laughs> 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 like, follow, subscribe for more. <laughs>